This is the Sanctuary LA podcast. We are a real church for real people in the heart of downtown Los Angeles. So Isaiah chapter 35, higher ground. Once again, look at your neighbor and say, I'm going higher. Um, okay, look at somebody else and tell them it's only up from here. It's only up from here. Okay, Isaiah chapter 35, verses 8 to 10. And um, I'm going to read that here in a moment, but I just want to kind of give you God's heart in this. That, that God's intention for your life right now is to take you higher. When you got saved, you got went higher. But I'm telling you right now, God's not done. Wherever you are right now in every area of your life, God wants to take it higher. He wants your marriage higher. He wants your finances higher. Somebody say amen. He wants your influence higher. He wants, he wants your, your step into that gift at a higher level. He wants to take you higher. The devil wants to push you down. But God wants to take you higher. All throughout scripture, uh, God is a God that just lifts us up. You know, he wants to lift us up. Bible says, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you. Somebody say higher ground. You know, the Bible says in, in Philippians chapter 3, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high call. High, not low call, high call. Everybody say higher ground. Uh, the Bible talks about the high praises of God are in my mouth, not low praises. High praises. Somebody say higher ground. I mean, this is, it's all throughout the book here. He is my glory and the lifter of my head. Look at your neighbor and say, pick your head up. All right? He is the lifter of my head. You know, Christians ought not be walking around like this. Oh, yeah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Want to come to Sanctuary LA with me? Well, it's going to be awesome. God, gonna, word is good. Worship's awesome. No. He's my glory and the lifter of my head. Somebody say higher ground. I mean, it's all throughout Scripture, and, and, and you don't have to turn there. If you're taking notes, write this down. I'm going to read it. Job chapter 5, verse 11. He sets on high those who are lowly. Higher ground. Okay? And, and those who mourn are lifted to safety. Psalm 91 says that he sets a secure land high. The Bible talks about the church, your life, is a city set on a hill. Not a city down in the dumps. A city set on a hill. Higher ground. That, that God's whole heart towards people is to lift them up. Jesus himself was crucified on a hill. God, God wants to lift us up. You know, he wants, we lift our hands. We don't worship like this. I understand the concept of coming low before the Lord and bowing before the Lord. But, but, but what I'm talking about is that even when you humble yourself, God's like, oh, you're perfect. You are positioned for higher ground. That God, God just wants to take us higher. He is never done. You will never plateau in the kingdom of God. You take ground and God's like, let's do this a little more. Let's take this a little further. Let's go a little higher. Like Mahalia Jackson said, come on up a little higher. Come on up a little higher. There's always more. The Bible says that he, God said, my thoughts, my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Higher. He's like, come on up here. Let me show you some stuff. Get on up here. Martin Luther King Jr. said, I've been to the mountain. In his prayer time, God took him on a mountain. He saw something on higher ground that nobody else was seeing. He said, I see uh, little black boys, little white boys playing together. I see black children and white children. I've been to the mountain. Prayer, your prayer. The Bible says the, um, the, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the right a tower higher ground 
Your prayer life is higher ground. I mean, I mean you, could, you could turn any book in this, any of the books here in the Bible, and you're going to find a concept, a revelation that our God is about taking people higher. Taking a church higher. Influence. It speaks of influence. It speaks of seeing things. It speaks of uh, not being in the drudgery of life that, that he pulls us out. The Bible says he raises the beggar from the ash heap. He takes us up out of the dirt. The Bible says that he cursed the serpent and he said you shall be on your belly. The only person belongs in the dirt is the devil himself. Well, a curse brings you down. The devil just wants you on his level. He was cursed from the beginning. You're on your belly, you nasty thing. And, the, and we're to rise up. The devil's jealous of us. He wants our position. And he wants to pull us down from our position. The Bible says we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. I mean, this whole, the whole gospel is about higher ground. That we operate, we pray from a position of authority. We, we worship God, he lifts us up. The Bible speaks of the church representing Mount, Mount, Mount Zion. It's a, you go up to the house of God. You, as a matter of fact, in the spirit, you're on, you're on the top of a mountain right now in the house of God. You're getting downloads so you can go back down in that valley and start changing some things. Look at your neighbor and say, higher ground. This is my first point is God wants to take you higher. Always, always. Yes, yes, he does. No, he doesn't want to pull you down and drag you through the mud and condemn you. That's what the devil does. God does not do that. There are times when we are humbled through life and we go through a process and we go through the valley. But God's intention is there is a mountain coming. There is a new level there. There is more there. There is more influence. God does not condemn us and push us to the ground. Um, I'm just preaching here, folks. Are you guys all right with this? The Bible, oppression. Oppression comes from two words. It means, it means power or, or somebody in authority and push down. Oppression, and this is what it means in the, in the Greek. It means to, to pull someone down from the position that's rightfully theirs. Oppression means to push you down. Somebody or something in, with authority or power pushes you down to the higher position. This is the actual definition. To the higher position of where you truly belong. That's what oppression is. Come on, somebody. And it doesn't matter what kind of politician tries to do that to people, what kind of uh, thing in society or people group try to push other people down. God's intention is higher ground. Come on, somebody. He'll actually pull somebody out of that on purpose and say, look what I did to them. Come on, somebody. Anybody got a story? We all came from dirt. We just, I, some dirt is just lighter than other dirt. It's all dirt. Amen. Some yellow dirt and red dirt and white dirt and really white dirt. <laughs> Hispanic dirt. Come on, somebody. Come on. We all made from dirt. God breathed into us. He wants to lift you up. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, get out of the dirt. Get out of the dirt. Get out of the dirt. Come on up out of there. Everything God does, he pulls you out of, takes you out of, pulls you out. When they would cross the Jordan, the Bible says they would come up from the Jordan. Leave the world. Come up. Come up. Up. Higher ground. I haven't even read a scripture yet. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's in the Bible. Look at this. Let's read this. Psalm, I'm uh, sorry, Isaiah 35, verse 8. Here we go. You guys ready for the word? 
higher, a highway um, shall be there. Now, it's talking about in context. I'm going to read this. But in context, if you go back and read Isaiah chapter 35, it's really a picture of the church. It's a picture of Jesus. The Bible says he'll make the wilderness um, a bud like a rose, uh, that, that the dry parched ground shall be a spring. And the Bible, it talks about how God will come with vengeance against your enemies and he will save you. So in the context of this prophetic scripture, in the midst of all that, it's really speaking of a salvation experience or God's intention for his people that he will come in a dry place and give you water. He will take the, the make the dry places a stream and he'll, he'll make it flourish. He'll, he'll take you at your worst and, and then he'll, 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 he'll bless it right there. And, and then, and you know, when it, it talks about how it was dry, but now there's vegetation and all this good stuff. And then it says, a highway shall be there and a road and it shall be called the highway somebody say higher ground it shall be called the highway of holiness the unclean shall not pass over it somebody say uh oh but but it shall be for others whoever walks the road although a fool shall not go astray verse 9 no lion I'm gonna read the whole thing till verse 10 no lion shall be there somebody say higher ground nor shall any ravenous beast go up on it. Somebody say higher ground. It says it shall not be found there. But the redeemed shall walk there. Higher ground. And the ransomed, the redeemed of the Lord, shall return and come to Zion with singing. With everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Somebody say higher ground. God always is desiring to take you higher. Always. That is who he is. The Bible says he dwells on a high and lofty hill. Why does he want to take you higher? Because that's where he is. Anybody that I've ever led or anything, my desire, the Christ in me desires to lift people up. Like it's just my children. I want them lifted up. I want them. I want their life better than mine. I I I want to lift them up. I want them. I want my shoulders to be their floor. I, I and that's God. He's a father. He he wants what's best for his babies, and and this is God's whole heart. He God wants to take you higher, and here's the thing. It is a highway of holiness. Okay? And so that road, it speaks of a journey, a lifestyle. If you look it up, it speaks of a lifestyle. This is the thing, is that higher ground is made available to all of us, but a certain lifestyle is required to live there. I got one yeah and maybe an amen in the middle here, maybe. But there is, uh, my wife was uh, talking about this um, earlier, uh, there is a God empowers you to live a life that you walk on higher ground and that and there is if you will a price and this is my second point holy ground is higher ground and that word holy I know it's not real popular nowadays but it you know God always consecrates before he elevates that, that God will separate you before he elevates you God will call you. Think about everybody in the Bible. All the people that God called. He pulled them aside. 
said, come on over here. I'm going to take you higher, but I'm going to do some things first. I'm going to work with... Moses went to Midian. He was actually running, but there was God's, God's plan to get that man out of Egypt for a minute, put his hand on him, show him a burning bush, and send him back out. How do I know that story? Because I just read it to my kids the other day. It just all came back to me in the spirit. It was just right there. But Mo, uh, a couple nights ago, Nico's like, I want to hear about the, I want to read about the burning bush. I mean, these kids know more of the Bible than, than I do. Yeah. Uh, but, but we read them about the burning bush and went to Midian. So he separated. Paul the apostle separated. Disciples, follow me. Separated them before he called them. Before the book of Acts, these 12 guys were running with Jesus for, for, for three years. He consecrates before he elevates. That, that you can't, in, this, in the kingdom of God, um, the, the, the provision for higher ground is there. But God's like, I need you to come on over here. And it is a highway. It is there. The way is there. But it requires holiness. Separation. I'll give you an example. Uh, taking my kids um, swimming, they got all kind of equipment. They both have vests zipper vest and all that they got the life preserver they also got the little thing that wraps around the waist Nico's got a froggy Gia's got a ducky and they also have these little water guns that shoot really far that I you normally play with those more longer than they do more than they do but so Nico literally little Nico he's got the vest on he's got the froggy floater and he's and he's got the the the, the gun under his arm so that brother is not sinking he I don't he he can't swim but he's just fine, okay? He is just fine. So, so I, what I did is I'm like, hey, you want to go for a little, you want to go high? Somebody say higher ground. He's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's geared up. So I throw him super high. And he literally, with all that equipment, fully submerged, baptized in the name of Jesus, under the water. Like for a minute, he disappears. Where'd Nico? Where'd Nico go? Right? And he pops up. He's like, higher data, higher. He's like, dude, like just get, gets himself together. I was like, you, you okay? Like, you fine? Yeah, I'm gonna go higher, higher. I throw him up, woo, and he literally fully submerged with all that equipment on. Three years old. He's the man. Nico's the man. Now Gia's like, ooh, I wanna do that. So Gia got the vest, but she got, you know, got the froggy floater. She got the ducky floater. The froggy one's the one my wife likes to rock that one when she's in the, she's, some of y'all saw that post? Yeah. Um, uh, um, where was I? So Gia, Gia has her gun and everything. And so I throw her just as high. She, she goes under. And I'm like, oh Lord. She does pop up, but she is like. I was like, Gia, you want to do it again? No, Dada. No, Dada. No, Dada. No, Dada. And this is, this is her language. So Nico, go high. I want to go high. I wanna go. So I throw Nico up. Boom, even higher. <laughs> right and then I'm like gee you want to go high she's like no she's like she says this no low high dada low high I'm like girl what are you talking you're confused there is no low high this is the high call of God in Christ Jesus this is the thing is that she was infatuated with the thought of going high but she was unwilling to pay the price to go high mm-hmm oh Jesus Come on, somebody. Who wants to go high? Because there is a little bit of a price there. And she's not quite there yet. Just, was it yesterday we were at the pool again? Or the day before? She kept, that's her language. That a low high. Low high. Low high. I mean, I, I like, I mean, it looks exciting. I mean, wow, it looks fun. But she's not wanting to deal with the repercussions of going high. 
Somebody say higher ground. Higher ground. Look at this. Verse 9. No lion shall be there. The Bible says that the, the devil, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So no lion shall be there. Meaning there are certain battles that you don't have to constantly fight, church. I, I, you know, just being a pastor and in church, it's like some people, it's like always a devil, always a devil, always drama, always something, always an issue, always gossip, always backbiting, always talking smack about people, all up in church and never quite come out of that stuff. Somebody say higher ground. Come up out of there. You weren't intended to live there. I'm not saying drama doesn't happen in life and temptations. And I'm not saying the devil's going to completely leave you alone. But when you're on higher ground, there's some things you ought not have to constantly be dealing with. Somebody say amen. I used to smoke weed. I, I don't do that no more. It's been some time. Do I still have issues? Yes. But there's some things that it's just, it's my testimony. It ain't what happened last night. Come on, somebody. Now, I love y'all. And everybody, I was smoking weed in the parking lot of the church. Not yesterday. This was in the 90s. I got a testimony. Yes, I was smoked dope around the corner and coming to youth group like, but I don't do that no more. That's I'm on a, I'm on a different road. I got, I got on the on ramp. Come on, somebody. This isn't condemnation. And whatever that is for you, get on the highway. No lion shall dwell there. Why do you talk about the devil more than Jesus? And you might say, Pastor I've been through some stuff. I got some crazy stuff in my house. I know. I understand. But it's about time. Come on now, just don't be scared. Get on that on-ramp. The way I grew up in the church, man, it wasn't like, yeah, we're here to reach people. It was like you get saved and you get holy real quick. I'll show you a picture next week. I mean, I, I got this old school picture. I, I, my pastors literally were all 80 plus years old. And I was a knucklehead teenager. Unchurched. Pentecostal Deliverance Church. There was like 10 of them. And they were all old school Filipinos. Like holiness, polyester suit and everything. And they, they always had a Bible on them. Like this. You know what I'm saying? So, so my, it was like, it was like culture shock. You know what I'm saying? And some of those things, those old school things are religious. I get it. But there, we gotta, we got this is about your life. There is a highway of holiness where you don't have to constantly be dealing with the same thing. Hallelujah. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast go up on it. Holy ground. Pastor Jay, he's coming in a couple weeks. He always says, Lord, I think it is a demon-free zone. Like your house ought to be that. This is a demon-free zone. Come on, somebody. <laughs> this is demon-free. I know there's devils everywhere, but right here, uh-uh. No doubt. I don't want no devils. I like to sleep at night. 
Come on, somebody. I like to sleep at night. This is holy ground. This ain't, I'm not talking religion. I'm not talking all this other stuff that ain't really in the Bible. I'm talking about your own purity. I'm talking about what God's calling you to do. I'm talking about you having that vessel of righteousness and holiness unto the Lord and, and, and allowing him to do that work inside you. It is the most beautiful thing to come up out of some stuff. And if you can't talk about it yet, chances are you ain't delivered just yet. And that is okay. Allow God to touch you. Move on you work in you come on somebody I want to be a Christian all right spattering of applause thank you for the encouragement in the house of the Lord today freedom here's my here's my third point freedom is experienced on higher ground and look me and my wife were just praying talking about this I can't tell you what that is I mean I could but I don't need to you grown Come on, somebody. Pastor Johnny said, look at your neighbor and say, this is grace for grown folk. <laughs> somebody say amen. amen. But you know what that is. I know what that is for me. That thing that God wants to elevate me up out of it. The devil wants you down there. We're at Connect Group Saturday night. Saturday night. Saturday morning. And um, we're, it was about forgiveness. And I tell you what, unforgiveness is trying to pull you down. Uh, uh, bitterness is what, what's to pull you down. And Lubbock was saying when Lubbock was there, and he was saying how uh, when you forgive and let God do his, you, you invite God into the situation. When you hold unforgiveness, you're saying, devil, come on in here and play your game. Come on, somebody. Somebody say higher ground. No lie. Forgiveness is higher ground. I forgive. I know we all got reasons to unforgive, but I think I'm going to preach Lubbock's message from Saturday morning, uh, but um, you have no right in Christ to, to not forgive. You might have a reason, but you got to let that go. Why? Because I want to be on higher ground. I ain't trying to invite demons into my world. I already deal with them enough uninvited. Well, at least I don't think I invited them. Come on, somebody. What did I do? Lord, forgive me. Did I... Lord, was it something I said? Jesus, come on now. This is good stuff. This is, this is grace for grown folk. I'm going to change the title of the series. Grace for grown folk. Empowering grace to get you at a higher level of living. Come on, next level. We're going to a new level. A whole new level. New level, new devil. Come on, somebody. We're going we're gonna to grow up. We're going to come up out of this stuff. We don't always have to be vexed and, and tormented by, no, not in the name of Jesus, the presence of God on your life. Holy Spirit inside of you. He is bigger than the devil. God, here's the, here's the whole gist of today's message. Devil bring you down, God pick you up. Somebody tweet that. Hashtag, you know, devil bad, God good. <laughs> What'd you learn at Sanctuary LA? Devil bad, God good. Devil tear you down, God pick you up. Oh, makes me want to pray in the Holy Ghost. Kickstart a Honda. Ooh, mama, my knee hurt. E-D-D-I-E, -D -D -E, that spells Eddie. Come on. Some of you guys don't even know what I'm doing. Unless you're Pentecostal, hallelujah. Pray in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> God wants to lift you up higher ground. Higher ground. Take you up. Take you out of stuff. You ought to just have some freedom about you. That it ain't always something like, you know, 
some freedom about you. Some, some life about you. A legit smile, not that religious churchy one. I'm talking about a real one. Hallelujah. God is good. Feel the Holy Ghost in here. Come on, somebody. Come on now. The Bible says, at the end of this verse says, they shall return with gladness and joy. That's higher ground. It's is not religious stuffiness. It is, it is joy. Any, any joy junkies in the building? I'm drunk on the Holy Ghost. Come on now. I know what it's like to be drunk on alcohol. Come on now. I know what it's like to be high. I know what it's like to be frying on acid. But I know what it's like to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So I got two. I know some of y'all's passing. You didn't even say amen to that. Somebody say higher ground. Freedom's experience on higher ground. Deliverance is freedom from the devil, demons, and demonic activity. The devil is real, but that's what higher ground is for. That we operate on a different level. We aren't fighting with the devil. We are engaging in our faith, and he gets dealt with as a result. We command devils to leave. We have authority over them. We don't wrestle with devils. If anything, it's yourself wrestling with God. I'm almost done. Are you guys all right? No lion shall be there. No shall any ravenous beast go up on it. It shall not be found there. But the redeemed, but the redeemed, the redeemed. That means I don't deserve to walk there, but God empowers me too. Many of you know my story. Growing up, abused, sexually molested, young kid, smoking weed, drinking beer, six years old, young, young, young. That's not even, that's not, that's not cool. God has redeemed me, washed me, cleansed me, empowers me to walk a life that my past says I shouldn't be walking. Every last one of us have a story. I was saying this in Growth Track. Every last one of you have a story. What is your story? Tell your story. Share your story. The redeemed of the Lord shall return. I am redeemed. What empowers you to do that? The, the blood of Jesus empowers me to live that life. I am, come from the skateboard industry. I grew up skateboarding. And um, I just want to share this, um, this story here. Uh, and I had the opportunity to skate for a company. At the time, one of the most influential skateboarders of all time was on the same team as me. His name is uh, Mark Gonzalez. He's actually from Southgate. He's one of the most influential skateboarders ever. Um, and he ended up being on the same team as me uh, back in uh, when I was skateboarding. And it was just an honor. I was like, whoa, I can't even believe I'm on this guy's team. Uh, and he was a little older at that point. Uh, but he's also a really prolific fine artist. So he's, if you were to Google his name, you see his stuff. He does like these cartoon characters. He's actually like, kind of like a genius type of guy. So he did one of my graphics. So in skateboarding, you kind of have a graphic. It has your name on it. They sell it, whatever. And you can, I always put graph. I did graphics about the Lord. I did one of David after he chopped Goliath's head off. You know what I'm saying? He was holding Goliath's head. Stuff like that. I did this other one where I was like a giant and I was invading a, a, a satanic concert and I was crushing a pentagram. I was like, like I got. So I just did fun stuff. But I always wanted to, yeah. Um, so I always wanted to do things 
that kind of showed my faith. And so I, he knew who I was and we, you know, and so he did a graphic for me. And, and it was very interesting how it spoke to me even back then because he would do a graphic and it would be like an interpretation, his take on that person, right? You get it? As art does, it's interpretive or whatever. And he did a graphic of this cross and stuff and the phrase he wrote on my graphic was, I've got a built-in desire to reach for something higher. Sean Mandoli. And I was like, oh, that's what I did. I was like, ooh. It's like, Mark, are you saved or what? Where'd you get that, dude? Right? And so I believe that every last one of you have a built-in desire to reach for something bigger than where you came from. Reach for something higher than how you were raised. Reach for something higher than what was handed to you. Reach for something higher than what you've experienced thus far. God made you that way. That God, there's entrepreneurs in here that you, that God desires to, for you to manifest that thing and, and bring that thing into the earth. I'm almost done. This is my last scripture, guys. Isaiah chapter 35, verse 10. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness higher ground and sorrow and sighing shall flee away and this is my last point and it's really a charge a challenge I hope you leave challenge today church that um, choose higher ground today choose it and and I can't choose it for you and I don't know what that exactly means for you but there is higher ground for you. It might be somebody you need to forgive. It might be um, something, maybe your own outlook on who the devil or your own mind has said you are and it's pushing you down. That is not God. That choose higher ground today. And this is the thing is you and we, we obtain the promises in the kingdom by choice that through faith and patience we inherit promises higher ground there is higher ground and higher ground it says joy and gladness higher ground produces strong spiritual people that you you will live at a level that you never thought possible and it is higher ground every head bowed every eye closed thank you for listening to the sanctuary la podcast tune in again next week and stay awesome and be blessed